LA's home for NFL football. Jackpot, baby! Vegas touchdown! Touchdown! LA! Toward the end zone lead! Touchdown, Chargers! This is LA Football Mondays. Let's go, boy! Talking all things LA football with Rams Hall of Famer Eric Dickerson. Brought to you by the Ford F-150. The best-selling full-size pickup in California. And now on AM570 and live on the iHeartRadio app, here's Fred Rogan, Rodney Pete, and Eric Dickerson. <laughs> and we continue on. The gang on Mondays, always together. Only two hours for us today because we have Monday Night Football on the air. So Eric got on from noon to two instead of one to three. Uh, okay, so... Somewhat unusual over the weekend. Hasn't happened really in a long time. Uh, you had the Rams playing, the Raiders playing, and they were on against each other. Mm-hmm. You had the Chargers playing, obviously, uh, in a big game against Dallas, and you had Sunday night football. So now if you want to break it down and understand the Sunday night football, more often than not is number one. Yeah. And you had that great finish with the Chiefs and the Ravens. How do you think they finished? And keep in well, mind the Emmys factor into this. Go right, ahead. right. So the Emmys factor into it, and because we're obviously talking about the LA market. So, but the Rams and the Raiders went head to head against Correct. each other, right? Correct. So, so this, uh, so overall, all right. Number, let's start with that. How about that? Okay. Rams, Who, Raiders, Rams, Raiders, a head to head. Who had the bigger number? What do you think? Oh, for sure, uh, the Raiders because they play in Pittsburgh. Yeah, I would I would guess yeah, that too. Yeah. The Raiders Raiders yeah. playing Pittsburgh was a bigger yeah. game than the Rams yeah. and the Colts. Okay, yeah. so beat them by half a rating point. Raiders beat the Rams by half oh, a rating. Okay. point. Okay, okay, all right. Yeah. Oh, wait, 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 wait. The Raiders beat. Oh, Raiders beat. Okay, okay. Right. okay. I thought it'd been bigger than that. No, Me too. it was okay. it was pretty close, but okay. they beat them by half a rating point. And by the okay. way, in the pecking order of how it went, the Rams were the least watched game. Oh, the Raiders were above the Rams, and they beat him by half a point. Then you had the Emmys. So now you have two games left. The big NBC game, Chiefs, or, uh, uh, yeah, Chiefs and Ravens. Yeah. Or Chargers and Cowboys. Chiefs and Ravens. Yeah, Chiefs and Ravens had to have uh, had a, a bigger big number than the Chargers-Cowboys. Okay. Chargers-Cowboys killed it. I'm what? just going to say, yeah. I'm just going to say, probably did because the Cowboy fan. Yep, Cowboys. Chargers Cowboys. It's very rare. Wow, that I, Sunday I, night football does not win. Yeah, I'll I say I probably show it because the Cowboys. What do you think that? What do you think that is? I mean, because Cowboys play every week, but they don't, and they play bigger teams, but they don't necessarily beat the Sunday night football game. Right. Well, so what do you think it was? I think the Emmys were on, and might have taken some of the audience from the football game oh, from the Sunday night game. Yeah, early on, right? Because yeah. you have to average it for the whole three hours. Right. So I think maybe the Emmys stole some of the audience. Uh, I also think that the Cowboys are an enormous draw, and that's why everybody wants the Cowboys on their air because yeah. they know it'll do a good number. Um, was I somewhat surprised? Yeah. But, I mean, it was convincing. Yeah. It was convincing that that game won. Yeah. Plus, I think there's probably new interest in the Cowboys now that they played well against Tampa. You know, Prescott is back, and we're kind of uh, – Cowboy fans that maybe that were subtle cowboy fans are now like maybe we can come out of hiding and we we, we got a chance to be pretty good this year. Yeah. And they got back on the bandwagon. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, I, but I, I honestly, I, I'm shocked, but I'm not shocked. You know, when you're talking about about, about the Cowboys, because the I Cowboys, I'm, seem, I'm more definitely. shocked about the Raiders barely beating the Rams in that rating, going head to head. Yeah. Well, I, given I, the fact that they they also play, it's the Raiders, right? Which is, you know, people still in this town is still a Raider town more than it is. A, although the you know the Rams are, 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 are in second, but the fact that they also play Pittsburgh thought it was going to be a bigger number than than much bigger number than the Rams playing the Colts. Yeah, well, and Eric knows because he's the ambassador. Uh, the Rams have done a magnificent job of reintegrating into the city and done it in pretty pretty quick time. Well, I, I I can say this much here. They've done a they've done a better job, I think, in the last uh, year and a half. I mean, even with, even with COVID, I mean, I think they've they've done a good job of kind of getting to the inner city. Yeah, you know where where the state yeah. of community community is because I mean, to me, that's what that's what we didn't do a great job of at first when we first got back. I mean, it's almost like hey, we're back, and you expect people to just jump on the bandwagon, and people are like hey, we don't we got we got a lot of things to do out here, and you're yeah. just not one of them right now. But now I, I think they've done them. They, they're starting to do a, I think a great job. You know, of getting uh, people to kind of even you know drawing those 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 young fans because that's what you want. You want those young fans. Matter of fact, uh, I did a thing for a, a young kid. Um, um, he had a football. It was his first football game, and he really didn't know any players. You know, I guess he you know to know the the, the Tom Brady's and all those guys is playing right now. And uh, I guess his mom hadn't looked me up, and I, I I sent a video to him, wishing him good luck in his first game. He said, "I'm a Ram fan now." So oh, yeah, I love he, it. He, he said, "I'm a Ram fan." So, it feels see, like the the and the Rams. Um, I don't know if it's because they were here before Ed and Fred, and it's you know was a Ram city before at one point that they get it a little bit get L.A. a little bit better than the Chargers do. Um, and oh, they do just because with the rams and it was interesting the chargers here's what would be interesting in chargers because at the game yesterday there were a lot of lot of celebs at the game yesterday now part of that was cowboys were in town and I, I know that for a fact but but also they made an effort i know the chargers have of okay and i think you said this about dean spanos about i don't want to be known i don't right. be, i don't want to be out there yeah. I don't be, he said it you can't be that way in LA. You gotta you gotta covet yeah. some of the things that are LA. And that is having, you know, Jamie Foxx in the in a box and and then showing him on the screen and and having Big Boy there in a jersey and having him on the screen and, and, and Magic and LeBron, you know, at the game hanging out together. You that's what people tune in to watch and love to see about Laker games over the years. And and then um, you know, who's on the side you know who's on the sideline before the game at the Rams game or or the Raider game when, when you were playing E D. So it, it, it makes a difference and it felt like the Chargers are starting to get to that point where they okay, I, in order for us to kind of make our dent or have our mark, we gotta incorporate Hollywood and and celebrity and, and really play that up as well. I'll tell you who else made that happen. Roger Goodell. When they were building the stadium, one of the things he said, we're going to build this stadium in L.A., stand fine. You know, you bought your way in. You got it. He'd already won it before they even decided who won it. Uh, We want to see celebrities. We want this to look like the NBA. We want people visible. That's going to be really important to the league to show that, you know, this is their game as well, and they like it. Conor McGregor, yeah, was there too. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, you know, that not only may be something Dean and the Chargers thought about, 
I know that was a directive from the league office. Yeah. We want this to be star-studded. We want celebrities. Because those of us that live here, and Eric, obviously you've been here a long time. Rodney, you have me too. Uh, we understand that the perception of Los Angeles around the country is not what LA is. Mm-hmm. We know that. We know we got a right. bunch of people grinding and working hard here every day. Everyone is yeah. not on TV or in a movie. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. But around the yeah. country. Every, every shot, yeah, every neighborhood is not Beverly Hills, Rodeo right. Drive, or anything. Yeah. But around the yeah. country, if you've never been here, and yeah. believe it or not, I have been around the country, and there are people, and it shocks me, that have never been here. Yeah. They've have never come to Los Angeles, and you would think you'd want to at least visit it. Anyway, around the country, they think it's all stars and celebrities. No, that's not what it is. They live here. Yeah. They're part of our community, but there are more people like you listening than there are celebrities here. That, that that's true, Fred. You're right because you know think about people in, in Idaho, or Iowa. It's never gonna. It's never been to L.A. Never even been out of the state. I, I can give you a quick story. It was a guy in my hometown, a guy named Henry Hill. Went to we went to high school together. Him and his him and his him and his his brother. We were best friends. And it was after my first year in in the, in the National Football League, and I was back in Sealy, and uh, we talking. And he's like, "Man, so Eric, you know, do you ever see any celebrities?" I said, oh, "Yeah, I know. I mean, I, I know Magic Johnson." You know, he said, come on, man, stop lying. You don't know no Magic Johnson. I say, Henry, I know Magic. Man, come on, Eric. You don't know no Magic. You ain't never met Magic Johnson. You're not even on that level yet. (laughs) (laughs) I will never never forget that. I'm like, Henry, I mean, I said, I'm not not bragging, but I was all pro. You know, I mean, I'm. I'm one of the top players in national football. Yeah, but no, you know, it, it ain't like that, dog. I, I, I would never forget that conversation. So about five years ago, I saw him. We went out to eat at, at, a, at a restaurant we had when I was high school reunion. I said, Henry, remember when you told me that I didn't know Magic Johnson? He said, yeah, I know. I sound like a fool, didn't I? I said, you sound like a damn fool. You're right. <laughs> but but but, but that's, that, that, that's people's perception. You know, they, they, they don't think like, oh, you wouldn't happen to, you wouldn't know that guy. You wouldn't know a LeBron James. Or, have you ever met Matt? Have you ever met Michael Jordan? You tell them, yeah, oh, no way. You bet Michael Jordan? Oh, that's impossible. You know, so people have a, a different perception of yeah. when, when you live in the small area, small, that, that I would say it's that small town mentality. It really is because if you've never been on a plane or, or flown on a plane, you never left your city. It's people in my, in, in, in this, in my hometown that has never been no further than Houston, Texas, or maybe Dallas. They've never been out of the whole state of Texas. You know, and, and that that's just that you, you you can't believe it. And when you think, like you say, you think everything is Hollywood. Everything, yeah. every everybody lives in a mansion, you know, like and, but everybody does live in a mansion. You know, it's it's, it's the hood out here too. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no doubt. All right. After that. So what? We need Let some go. spirituality. Oh, uh, oh, yeah. oh yeah, baby. Come on, baby. Come, Come on. on. You know, know it, Eric. You want you, it. You I can't I can't stand it. I've been waiting for this. Well, you're gonna get it right now. Now with the daily haiku at two which today will occur during the 1 o'clock hour. We welcome on Vic the Brit. And Vic, good afternoon to you. Hola, Fred. Hello, Vic. Hola, Rodney Pete. Great effort by Troy. Up in Wazoo. Oh yeah, Vic. Vic. They won it for the for the young Dante Williams new coach. You got him energized. You got him energized, Vic. You got him energized, Vic. We back, Vic, we back. Oh wait, 
Let's not get crazy. We're just watching this thing. Yeah, let's not, let's not lose our mind. Put them in Washington. <laughs> yeah, they look bad in the second half. They look yeah, like they a high school team almost. Yeah. Who is Jackson Dart? <laughs> he was throwing darts, Vic. But I don't know. But I already saw a lot of kids with that that new eye black form that he put over his face. Yeah, what was over that? The about? one eye, the the Braveheart, whatever look that he got going on. That kind of freaked me out a little bit. <laughs> that was a trend, Fred. It's, you know, the young kids. It's for it's for the gram. Oh yeah, for the gram. That's right. <laughs> Slide into his DM. Whoa! What you know about that, Fred? Hey, who is it? You know about me, sliding into DM. I know about the grand. <laughs> Rambassador ED. You got it, baby. <laughs> did, did you see that Hail Mary the SMU threw and won the game? Oh, Hail Mary, yes. Baby. Hail Mary. I'm baby. surprised you didn't start with the lead with that, AD. I forgot. I forgot. <laughs> Hail Mary. <laughs> Pony Express is back. It's back. Executive producer. Okay, Vic. Come on, huh? Mm. Vic, what is wrong with your voice? Raspy. I'd say that's a fair assessment. Master of all audio time and space, please. Show the love. It's Ronnie Fox. <laughs> Feeling you, Vic. Hey, guy. Hey, Vic, there's a guy in Toluca Lake. Hmm that says he is the throat doctor. And if a singer or an actor or a performer has problems with their throat, they go to see this guy. And he's got some concoction that he gives them and their throat is okay and their voice is fine. Let us concoct. Yes. First, this haiku for you is from Fuhan. Wuhan. Wuhan? Oh, yeah. F-U-H-A-N. Wuhan. Not Wuhan. No, no, not Wuhan. We don't want the flu. We don't want anything from there. We're good. Yeah. Wuhan. Fu. Like Wuhan. Kung Fu. Like I will Kung say, Fu. though, Wuhan is a beautiful city. Is it? Have you checked it out? I've not. It is beautiful. It's a big city in China. I mean, yeah. a huge city. No, I know. You've been. I'm not. Well, then how do you know? I've seen pictures. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like something Vic would say. <laughs> <laughs> like being in Hollywood. I saw pictures of Hollywood. I saw pictures. I know what it's like. <laughs> I didn't expect you to put me on the spot and say you've been there, my well, friend. The way you talked about it. That's beautiful. Go down to the market. I sir. saw it on the gram. They had a you know little feature of Wuhan on the Did gram. You? It's a beautiful Did city. Vic, yeah. you ever been to Wuhan? Never. You've been to China. Not mainland. Oh, really? You've been everywhere. Hong Kong? Macau? Ha Hong Kong and Macau. Oh, I want to go to Macau. Great gamble. Who out there can take me to Macau? I'm ready to go. It makes yeah. Vegas. It's Vegas on steroids. Is, is Magic going on another trip? Maybe he can take you. Take me to Macau? Uh -oh. Yeah. Uh-oh. I heard that. Maybe. He, still got, he likes his Italian food too much. Oh. Yeah. Macau is Vegas on steroids? Oh, yeah. Right, Vic? Macau, it's got all the Vegas, you know, the big time Vegas heiress is over there, I believe, and some other ones. Uh, the, the the cat that uh, Sheldon Addison who just yeah just passed. Um, yeah, I had a big casino over there, but yeah, it's it's Vegas on steroids. 
Oh, let's see. Amalfi Coast or Macau? Yeah, Amalfi Coast. Costa Amalfitano. Si, si. Too bad. Fuhan. F U. Yeah, we. H A N. We heard that. Yes, it's Fuhan today. <laughs> the chestnut petals gay. They fall thick upon the mountain path. A marvelous display. I'm feeling you. <laughs> Give it up for the Azul. Vic, <laughs> your voice. Vic, did you say the chestnuts are gay? The chestnut petals gay. The chestnut petals gay? Yes. What does that mean? They're happy. There's oh, the joy. chestnut petal. Petals. Petals are gay. gay, meaning they're happy. Joy. Joy. And they fall thick. They fall thick? Upon the mountain path. Such a marvelous display. Yeah, okay. Vic, how does Fuhan know that the chestnut petals are happy? Heavy. One with happy. nature, friend. Did you say heavy or happy? Happy. They're gay. Right. No, no but gay, 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 gay just seems happy. Yeah. Gay. They're being happy. So they're happy. The chestnut petals are happy. I don't buy this today. You're not buying it? No. no you're kidding. I don't think thick. he knows what a chestnut petal is experiencing emotionally. Well, how do you know? Well, I don't. But there you go. Well, how do you take somebody else's word? It's like it's like you're saying, well, you know, that's what they right. say. Well, I would say, well, who is they? Can you they look can... at that that tree and that plant outside, Fred, and tell if it's happy or not? Yes. A botanist can. A botanist cannot. A botanist cannot look at a tree and figure out if it's happy. Yes, it's healthy. If a tree is withered and dying and right. brown, I think you can probably deduce that it's not happy, Fred. Well, that one's dead. Well, not always. Not always. It could just kind of be wimpy. Like grass. It could be yeah. dormant. Exactly. Not green and vibrant. I understand, but that still does not mean that the, the tree, the foliage, is happy. See, I'm just saying you cannot attach emotion. Why? There we go. Because we here. don't know. Here we go. Here what, we go. Eric? Here we go. Yep. Here we go. Oh, grumpy ass. Why do you think grumpy. people talk to trees? <laughs> oh, grumpy ass. Grump talk Fred. to plants. And, what happened? And, and they oh. say talk and see, nice music see, to trees see, and I plants. I swear, Fred. Like, come on, you Fred. Just that, you, you that guy. You that guy. That, you know, that guy that they say, here you go. Hey, here you come. You know, you know, you that guy that the, in the grocery store to say, hey, buddy, put those. Oh, you shouldn't pick those up like that. And then all of a sudden, you want to, you get, he getting his ass whooped. You wonder why. See, that's why he get his ass whooped right there. Yeah. 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 Eric, I've never hey, told anybody I can pick something up in the store. No, I'm not that guy. He's just all in somebody else's business. Uh, there you go. You know what I'm talking about. All in somebody else's business. Hey, what, what are you doing over there? What's, what's going on? Well, there are people like that. Yes, and, I'm, you, and right now you're being one of them. I'm not being one of them. You are. Oh, my gosh, man. That chestnut can't be happy, huh, Fred? Petal. They don't know that chestnut, Billy. That chestnut may, may be gleeful. Yeah. You know. It's a living organism. Okay, if there are any botanists listening... Could you call? I'm dead serious. Could you call and enlighten all of us yes, about angry. if you can look at a chestnut petal and know that it is gay? Eh, call, that's for angry Fred. He'll, he'll pick up. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's up? lit. <laughs> Stories lighting up the sports headlines. Brought to you by Jacob and Ronnie. Sure. 
Oh, yeah. good. My thing isn't working again. Uh, <laughs> Call Jacob. That's because that thing is 1952. Every time I hit... Sometimes it works. Come on, Vic. And sometimes it doesn't. Well, you know what? Maybe the machine is upset. You brought it down, Fred. Yeah, well, it comes with age, The Fred. machine's there unhappy. He's unhappy. Yeah, He's yeah tell me, Fred. Is the machine happy right now? Yeah. Yeah. The machine's pissed. Yeah, clearly. Now, we know Eric Bieniemy has been linked to the USC head coaching job. Offensive coordinator of the Kansas City Chiefs, and they played on Sunday Night Football last night, so you know they had those production meetings before the game. And Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth were actually talking about their conversation with Eric Bieniemy during the broadcast. So when Al says he brought up the USC job and the rumors to Eric Bieniemy, Eric told Al, I don't know where those rumors came from. Collinsworth followed up by saying, he told us, the AD at USC is the guy that fired me at Colorado. So... Does that actually mean anything? That was years ago. I'm not sure. But Eric Bieniemy, at least based on what he told to Alan Chris Fred, doesn't seem to believe that he's actually in the running for the USC job based on his history with Mike Bone. Well, times change. We're all different people now. And if that's the case, I don't think he's in the running. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, when's the last time you got fired and then the, the, the relationship is, is, is good? You know, who knows how, how that relationship is. But it'll be... Uh, It'll be very, very, very interesting because I know, first of all, for the rest of the season, his name will continue to get mentioned for for the USC job. And at some point, Mike Bone's going to have to make, you know, start saying, we're interested in this guy or this guy's coming in for an interview. So we'll see how it plays out. But that's, that's, that's a kind of another thing in this whole saga of searching for a new coach. And I would say this. Dante Williams rattles off 10 straight. That's going to be a tough situation. Yeah, it is. Um, but, yeah, I just don't know. You, you, your, your memory of a guy firing you and then hiring you back, especially if it didn't go well when he fired you. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I fired you, but now I want to I want to hire you. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Let, let, let's talk about that. Right. Nah, I don't know. So, so right. So, do you think do you think Dante Williams has a chance of say winning nine games, ten games? Um, yeah, I, I do think they have a chance of winning nine games. Only because look, they don't they don't play Oregon this year. They don't play Washington this year. So they've got a shot to do it. And if you look at the schedule, they got a real chance to do it. Um. And the remainder of their schedule, the the, the toughest one on there, um, is is Notre Dame probably back there, and then you know UCLA losing to Fresno State, maybe not who we thought they were either. So, yeah, he's got a he's got a shot. Um, they play with the emotion. Look, we'll, we'll know because th- this week they play Oregon State, which is not a very good football team either. So we won't really know how good this team is for another few weeks. Okay. But he could he could very well rattle off another eight eight wins, and then then you know they're gonna be cries to keep him. Well, let me ask you this question: Do you do you do you think USC would keep it? That's the big thing. Do you think they would keep? It? Let's I, just say I he think, did. I think it would be a lot of pressure. There's a lot of pressure to get somebody a big name. Yeah, um, that's um, what I think. That's a, a big th- name. Yeah, there's a lot of pressure to get. Uh, you know, it would have to. They would have to probably go undefeated and go to make the playoffs in some shape or fashion or do something extraordinary beat Notre Dame and UCLA for them consider it because remember they had a chance 
when they had a nice interim coach in Coach Ogeron that they didn't rehire him, and people are still upset about that. So if he does something good, especially if they see the attitude change of players playing with a different type of attitude, which we saw in the second half on in, in, you know, in the game last Saturday, that is kind of what people want to see and they, they felt that they didn't get with Clay Helton being there. Yeah, but he has he has, yeah it has to be a, a, a incredible run I think for him to uh, to to maintain that job or get that job. So none of us are perfect. We all make mistakes. It happens. That was everybody on their job. Even happens to professional broadcasters at times. Uh-oh. The uh, Minnesota Uh-oh. Vikings have this had their share of issues uh, with kickers over their last well forever to be honest. Uh, and they had a tough loss to Arizona yesterday. Lost by one point. Of course, it came down to a last-second field goal, and uh, maybe the eyes were deceiving the play-by-play announcer for the Minnesota Vikings. I'm not sure, but uh, let's take a listen to uh, the final play of the game via the Vikings radio network. High snap, put down. Joseph, come on! It is good! No, he it's missed no it. Good. Are you kidding me? He missed it right. He missed it right. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh. Oh, my. This... He missed a right. What a gut punch to a team. Gut punch to an announcer there, too, by the way. Do, Fred. Stop it. <laughs> I tried. It's not working. Kevin removed it. Wasn't me. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to see if I can fire this board back up. I'm trying right now. Kevin removed it. You can't put it in Yeah, there. that's tough. Now, Fred, as someone who was done play-by-play in that situation, I would imagine, wouldn't you look at the official? You don't even look at the ball at a certain point. You just look at the officials underneath the goalpost to figure out whether a field goal is good or not, right? And actually, you can be looking at the monitor, too. Sure. Yeah. But just to be 100% sure, yeah, you will you look at the officials. Immediately, yeah. immediately go to the officials. Right. Right. Yeah, you just don't stare at the ball. You go to the officials. Or what I would always do in that situation, I just got the monitor. Now I got the TV feed. I got the cameras. Yeah, but even I on the TV, even on a TV feed, you're watching. A lot of times you're just watching the ball, whether it goes in or it goes through the uprights or not. And you're not looking down at the the official. Yeah, but what you can say is, oh, it looks like it's right. I mean, if you're watching the TV, it looks like it's right. It's curving, and he missed. It's no good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you can certainly see it better on yeah. TV on the monitor than in live. Well, we didn't we didn't see it, but it sounded like as soon as the guy kicked it, he said, "It's good." I mean, the ball couldn't get through that fast, and that's just like that that 200 mile an hour pass. <laughs> 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 that, that, that <laughs> I, it's just, okay, the ball is snapped. It's up and it's good or it's bad. He's like, he said, it snaps a high snap and it's good. Yeah, it was kind of immediate. That was he said it was quick, good. Though. Like, oh, you started, huh? My mistake. Uh, no. I found it. Really worked hard for that one, didn't you, Fred? My mistake. <laughs> Damn right I did. Jeez. I wouldn't let that go. That's tough. That's tough. Why? Yeah, you got to wait. You got to wait and delay. Kick is up and just. Just wait. Just wait. Yeah, wait. Well, the Bears the Bears picked up their first win against uh, Cincinnati uh, yesterday, but uh, Andy Dalton went down with an issue, with an injury, I should say. Now, the early tests have come in. It is not an ACL tear. That's what they initially feared. And they brought in their first-round pick, Justin Fields, who had mixed results, I think, will be the best way to describe it. Matt Nagy talked to the media today and said that if, indeed, Andy Dalton is healthy, he is going to be the starter. We're not going to insert Justin Fields quite yet as the every-down starter. And he's got a lot of pushback from fans saying, you drafted the kid high, he's shown some flashes, you've spoken well about him saying that he's well-prepared, why not give him the keys to the car, Fred? Uh, I'm going to go to the quarterback. 
I'd rather hear what you guys have to say. Yeah, Eric I think it, you know. I think most people were looking, even probably internally at the Bears, looking for that opportunity to insert Justin Fields as the guy. They certainly didn't want to. And I get why they didn't want to throw him to the Wolves out here in L.A. with Rams and Aaron Donald on that defense to start his NFL career. But now you've got a situation where he's played. You know, he got a little played. He got about five, six snaps against the Rams. Scored a touchdown in that game. You know, played played when Andy Dalton got hurt in Chicago now. And you've got a perfect opportunity to say, here's the next chapter. Because you know he's your future. And you got a banged-up quarterback that, that hurt his ACL. Are you going to wait for Andy Dalton to go down in the next game or the next game or the next game? Nobody thinks the Bears are winning a, a Super Bowl right now this year. So to me, why not put him out there and let him go? Because you've got the opportunity with the Andy Dalton being injured to say, this is we're going to let him play. We're going to let him play now. Well, I, if, the, if, the, if the quarterback Rodney says, I, I go with him. I mean, I know the old days, you know, we played, you know, the quarterback would sit for Maybe a year, you know, to, to learn. But you know, where well, they pay these guys now, they want them to play right now. I mean, that they they want to. It's, it's win right now. And if this if this, if if he gives you the best chance to win football games, you got to go with that. Or you know, if he if he's the best for the football team, you know, you have to go with that because look, this it's a young player. Uh, he's gonna possibly be the future of the Bears. You know, not Andy Dalton. You know, he's had his time. He just. I guess I'd say a fill-in for right now because eventually, I don't care how great he plays, eventually he will, you know, turn the turn the keys over to Justin Fields. And so, I'm like you, Rodney. Well, why not give it to him now? And that is what's lighting up the headlines. Kevin's been great. Our visits on Monday with Eric Dickerson brought to you by the Ford F-150 with combined toughness and intelligence. Test drive on at your local Southern California Ford dealership today. Ah, uh, boy. When you have that opportunity and you miss it, that's really painful. And that's next. Together, all right, we can make things happen. Presented by your Southern California Ford dealers. This is L.A. Football Mondays. Visit MyFordNow.com. Now, here's Eric Dickerson, Fred Rogan, and Rodney Pete. AM 570 L.A. Sports. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a beautiful Monday, L.A. Football Monday. Rodney Pete, Fred Rogan, the Hall of Famer, Eric Dickerson. Yes, Freddie. All right, we're on until two. We're on until two, Rodney. Yeah, and then Petros great. and Money will jump on, so our time is brief. Uh, over the weekend, USC wins, and UCLA could not have picked a worse time to lay a major egg. Yeah. And a missed opportunity in the marketplace, don't you think? Oh, I, I 100% agree. You know, first of all, in that USC game, I, there was a tale of two two halves and the text messages I got in that first quarter that USC game going up there losing to Washington State like that is ooh people were ready to they were they were ready to abandon the school um but they found they came back and found and and won kind of an exciting big time fashion up there even though it was Washington State people got excited and then you got UCLA who had an opportunity to start 3 and 0 playing at home coming off a big win against LSU you can't you can't lay it you can't lay an egg like that. Where people have they put you in were they thirteenth? Yep. They were thirteenth and trying to find respect and everybody saying this is the year, and then you you lose to Fresno State after you beat LSU. You can't do that. And I think that you know, part of it may have been they they may have gotten caught up, Fred and and Eric, and 
what was happening with USC instead of spoke, you know, focusing on what they have to do because they could have, they could have really started to capture this town from a football standpoint yeah. because people were excited about them again. Yep. I I think we've lost Eric now because I yeah. see him talking. We can't hear him. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, for UCLA, that's why I said early on, don't be a prisoner of the moment. Everybody slow your roll a little bit here. Yeah, they, two nice wins, and the LSU one was very impressive. Yeah, but we're gonna we're gonna see how good LSU really is as yeah. the season goes on too. Um, but yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Everybody. Yeah, yeah. What I, I said is, I said let's 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 be for real. I mean, come on, that's like saying the Chargers gonna take over LA. That's <laughs> that's like saying UCLA gonna take over. You know, college football here in, in, in Southern California, no way. It's going to always be a USC, USC town. Uh, but sometimes you have a tendency to read your clips a little too much in the papers. I believe mm-hmm. what they're saying. And yeah. Ron, my coach, Ron Ma, said, let me tell you something, son. Stop reading your paper clips because the, the, what this, the good stuff they're saying about you now, they'll hate you tomorrow. And that's exactly what can happen. That's exactly what happened to them. I think they got too full of themselves. I mean, because beating LSU is big. I yeah. mean, and losing the Fresno State to me is even bigger. It's yeah. laughable. I mean, seriously. I mean, you have to laugh at that. I'm like, golly, how do you lose? No offense to, to Fresno State, but come on, man. At let's home. be for real. Yeah, that's, like, that's like saying USC losing to Tennessee State. <laughs> My friend at Richard home. did. Yeah, I mean, come on. Uh, <laughs> at home. I mean, it's just it's just certain things you shouldn't you shouldn't do, but. You know, hey, it, it happens in football. Football's, yeah. a, you know, it's a sport. You heard it, I'm sure, Fred. You know, the the I, I saw it. You could see a difference. You know, uh, you you go out places, you see more and more people wearing that UCLA hat and UCLA colors, and you know, sporting their T-shirts. And I, it just, I think you're right. They got caught up into the big win they had against in against LSU, and then you know. SC's coach getting fired. I'm, I'm sure they were all excited about that and reveling in that. And SC's down, and this is our moment. And look at what's going on across town. And uh, and, and they did not take advantage of it. They did not take advantage of it. And you know, again, to your point, Eric, not, no disrespect to to Fresno State, but you can't have two big wins and a big victory over LSU and then come back at home and lose to Fresno State. No, you can't. You can't do that. I mean. It started even. Uh, did you see uh, USC's plane, the United Airlines? Oh, plane? the one did that, did, did, that did the backdrop. That did the wheelie. The wheelie. Did the wheelie. Did the wheelie. Pop the wheelie. They pop the wheelie. I said, "Golly!" Then I then I'm seeing the game. I'm seeing the SC play. I'm like, "Well, that, wow, maybe they, they should have stayed on that plane." Yeah, pop the wheelie. Exactly. But you're right. That was a tale of, of two halves because the first half, SC looked. I'm like, "What is going on with USC?" Right. Then the second half, like. Okay, yeah. now we see what's going on with USC. Stopped. Yeah. No. You know what we need to get on about UCLA? The sissy blue man. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh man. What do you think that sissy blue man is talking? He was talking. That's what I'm saying. He was kind of like the epitome of what was going on, you know, about, about UCLA right now is that it's a little too early to kind of crown them as, as champions. And he was saying that, you know, Taunton – LSU and Ed Ogeron and, and all those things and making sissy blue t-shirts that he thought I'd ask Eric the question about whether players would wear sissy blue. All right, so this this booster at UCLA mm-hmm. had an encounter with the LSU coach and the coach said to him, you know, you're wearing that sissy blue shirt. Okay. So this guy then decides, I'm going to manufacture sissy blue shirts. 
and everybody's going to wear them. So the question becomes, if you're a player at UCLA, and you know this now, would you walk around with a shirt that said Sissy Blue on it? Man, are you out your mind? <laughs> Come on, Fred. I'm, you know, I, 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 I feel better putting a Klan hat on and doing that. Oh, my God. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's how crazy it sounds, basically. That's just how crazy that sounds. <laughs> I thought we were going to make it today, too. I thought yeah. we'd be okay. We, we, we did make that it. Was dead. Again, he was, I, we had hey, him on, Eric. I, he was well, dead serious, too. Once again, I'm talking about myself, so I'm talking yeah. about me. That's so, true. man, come on, man. Ain't no yeah. way. No way. I did, but I did see the guy. Uh, <laughs> uh, Ojibwe said he got that sissy yeah. shirt on. Yeah. <laughs> All right, this weekend, the excitement is back. The 46th Acura Grand Prix of Long Beach, September 24th through the 26th. Three days of nonstop fun, including a Saturday night concert with Vince Neal. It's presented by ASM Global and Acura. Get your tickets at gplb.com. And our visits with Eric, brought to you by the Ford F-150 with combined toughness and intelligence. Test drive one at your local Southern California Ford dealership today. We're back to wrap it up. AM 570 LA Sports. From the Rams to the Raiders to the Chargers, this is LA Football Mondays on AM 570 LA Sports. Eric Dickerson, Fred Rogan, and Rodney Pete are presented by your Southern California Ford dealers. Visit buyfordnow.com. Of course, the Dodgers are off today, but Dodger fans, Autumn Racing is back at Santa Anita Park, and we have your chance to win a day at the races. Prize pack includes a six-person box, admission parking, $100 food and beverage credit, and a betting lesson. Sign up for your chance at am570lasports.com. Keyword, Santa Anita. We will see you at the races. Ronnie and Kevin, thank you, as always. Okay, ED, we're off and running, man. Today was a good one. We, 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 will we be back next week? They, they, they ain't fired me yet? No, <laughs> but it's still early. Fingers crossed. We'll be back next week. All right, Fred. Hey, have a good one, guys. All right, Rodney, see you tomorrow. Be free than a life in the pen. Making money off of cuss words, writing again. Learn how to take a head, so I fight with my pen. Late night, down sunset, like in the sin. What's the worst they can do to a player? Got me lost in hell to live and die in LA. Oh, bail. My people say. To live and die in LA.